I'm Ryan Castle, and it's showtime. And we're back. Call us The Undertaker, because we have sat up from the dead, and the three things we got to talk about podcast lives on. Ryan Castle, and I've been joined by my all-star cast, the old Jam Wagon crew. We got Jason Malabuyak. What is up? And of course, my dissect DJ's co-host, DJ Jag, aka Justino Garcia. DJ, what's up, y'all? Jag in the building. And guess what? We got some movies we got to talk about. It is three things about this film's edition of the Three Things podcast, and we're gonna go ahead and tackle some classics, beginning with the 1986 iconic film Top Gun. Which grossed over $357 million and only cost $15 million to make. So a win right there. Another win in that 36 years later, we've got a sequel, a real deep sequel that just came out just this year. And that has got everybody buzzing all over again about the whole Top Gun series. So we figured... Let's dig into this thing. And what's crazy is is Tom Cruise actually reversed in age, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. younger now, yeah. just so you know. I haven't actually seen it. I figured that would be helpful to the podcast if there was somebody that didn't. That's not why I didn't see it. I just never. I, I want to. It's got a 100% review of everybody around me. Everybody keeps telling me it's great. What about you guys? Have you checked that out? No, I don't want to do any spoilers, but it's fantastic. Yes. Okay. I have not seen it yet, but I will. So do you think they use like some kind of prosthetics or computer digitalization and make him look younger or is that just no, Tom Cruise? No, him. He's a vampire. Yeah. I'm convinced. I will say, if you guys have ever done a movie theater in D-Box, do you know what D-Box is? I do not. I do not. Okay, at a Cinemark, they basically have the seats that move like you would at like Universal Studios and stuff like that. You could get those for movies. So it's called D-Box. And so for Maverick, I was in like a seat that was like Felt like you were in the plane the entire fucking movie and stuff. It was epic. What? So oh, yeah. you you were Maverick. I was Maverick. It's, it takes no, off and like it goose. slows down and when it explodes, it explodes. The seat shakes. It's he awesome. Was, he was Merlin. So was there like popcorn everywhere on the floor and shit? Oh yeah, it's like everywhere. Soda? It gets, yeah. But it's awesome. It's if you, if if you, if you're gonna do it, the best way to that do this movie, if you're gonna do way. it, is D box where your seat is the plane. It's fantastic. The it's stickiest floors in all the land, but totally worth it. <laughs> totally absolutely worth it. worth it. Yeah. This okay. is the first I've ever heard of that, but that is absolutely the way to watch yeah. it. I've done that movie, and I've done a Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins, are you, <laughs> in the, in the, you're just floating around in the seat. It was really awkward. I feel like that one hit right as well. It was, it was, it was different. It was fun. I'd definitely do D-Box. Shout out to Cinemark for that. Uh, for, yeah. All right. Get your asses in there. But um, I got a Google location D-Box now. I don't know what that hey, is. Hey, D-Box, but... we're looking for a sponsor. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what up on the three things, pod, yeah? Yeah, obviously this movie is starring Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Started at a legendary bromance slash rivalry, I think that has been debated over the years, between Mav and Iceman, which one you are, between the two of them. But that is not what we're going to talk about, because it's, honestly, it's too obvious. But we do have three things to talk about. So guys, we got something to talk about. You ready for this? Let's get it! Let's get right into thing number one. Number one. Is Maverick actually a good pilot, Jason? I think me. it's all subjective, man. What kind of what kind of pilot do you do you want to be? Because that's okay. who you're going to relate to. Do you want to be the the rebel that can do loop de loops whenever he wants to, or do you want to be by the book, earn your stripes, get your little, you know, swag pins and your little wings, put those on, be like, like hey, the, these. yeah, be the the captain or I don't even know. Army ranks, pardon me. I think he's lieutenant. What's higher than lieutenant? Sergeant? General. General? Yeah. Commander. Corporal. President? Yeah, yeah. probably. 
I'd say so. So it's up to you. I mean, he he can do it all, but he's also, he's kind of a stuck-up little fucker. <laughs> what was the question <laughs> so, again? Repeat the question. Is Maverick actually a good pilot? And I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, yes, the man knows how to fly an F-16 at, you know, and now is he a bit reckless with it? Uh, possibly. But is he a good pilot? He knows how to fly an F-16 above, go above the person, look down and take a picture. He knows how to go all over the board. He knows how to use his plane in the craziest things. Now, will he get his you know, co-pilot killed? Possibly. That's not the point. That's not what you're asking here. Is he a good pilot? Yes, he knows how to fly a plane quite well. So I'm going to go with yes. Yes, he's a fantastic. Can I just uh, ask one question that you just brought up there? What was Mav doing with just a Polaroid camera with him in this fighter pilot? Is that just chilling the whole time? Like, he's literally doing, like, spinnies in there. Like, that thing's not bouncing around. <laughs> it's just not It's not going to hit him in the head every now and then. Like, where was that thing? Did he literally bring out a Polaroid camera just to pull that stunt? You don't just have, so he could be you like... You don't have a just-in-case Polaroid camera laying around in your car, bro? I mean, come on. I haven't. No, not since, like, 1997. Maverick, where's my shoot? I don't know, but we got a Polaroid camera, though, so... Let's I got a sick pickies. picture to the enemy. Yeah, he was like, what? Yeah. What's going on? We were giving him the bird. It looks like this, you know? Here's my take. A little spicy, but... I think he is a good flyer. He's an excellent at flying these fighter jets, but... Kind of a terrible pilot. His whole thing of being like, yeah, that's right. I am dangerous. Not really what I want to hear from a pilot. Not really a position where I want to get danger from, you know? Like, can you imagine if you're on an airplane at some point, your pilot gets out of the intercom, and he's just like, this is your captain speaking. We're flying over the gorge of south of Mexico. We have about 345 million feet up there. We shall arrive in about... Destination two hours, unless we don't, because I'm fucking dangerous, y'all. Woo! <laughs> and immediately goes into a boom tailspin. Yeah. yeah, like there are certain regulations and rules that are very crucial for a pilot to follow. I actually watched uh, this YouTube video on this lawyer who watches court scenes from movies, and he kind of takes it on it. It's called Legal Legal. It's a great channel. I suggest you check it out if you're into legal stuff. He goes through these movie scenes and he critiques them from a real lawyer's point of view. Pretty much everything in this movie, he was like, that would get you dispatched and probably put in jail. Like going against your commander's authority while you're in the sky is a hell no. Like that is super against the law. Okay. And he does it like, what, 12 times in this movie? He does it out the gate at least three. Right away. He decides to not get... Over and over again. The no gas out the beginning. He decides thing. He decides to do a couple flybys right by just because he wants to be an asshole. Oh, right off the bat. This guy has boiling hot coffee. Let's drive by him and make him spill it He literally says, I'm going to buzz the tower for no reason other than just because he woke up with a case of the fuck arounds. No, no, man. This is not a good idea. Sorry, Goose. But it's time to buzz the tower. He's causing havoc in the air where you do not want anything to go wrong. And there's a reason that these things are put in place. But here's the thing about Maverick. In this movie, he continues to break code. He continues to go against his you know, captain's orders. And it just always works out for him. Like, the very beginning, he's like, I'm going to go head on with him. And the first thing I thought when I heard that, I was like, is that a good idea? Is that necessary? Like, I don't feel like when you're in the sky, you're like, you know what? We're going to play a game of chicken. Woo! I'm feeling it. Let's go. Who's blinking first? You know, like, 
that's not something we should just fuck around with up there. So he disobeys orders. Hooks up with the instructor. No, that happens later. Mm. I'm just mm. saying. Mm. He just goes after it, man. No, but then. Breaks, breaks all so kind of So what you're telling me, he's a good pilot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first, that first flight that we're talking about, he's up there. He ditches Cougar, who gets, you know, enemies focused on him. Cougar freezes like an ice pop, straight up like James Harden in the 2018 West Finals. Like, completely forgets who he is, what's his name, doesn't know how to function, and he just quits his entire career because he just lost it up there. He lost the edge, as he says. So all of Mav's disruptive activity and irresponsibility causes this legend in the Navy is, uh, you know, discharged or he quits because of ultimately Maverick's irresponsibility. And the captain is like, the next scene, he's like, damn it, I don't like how you work, but damn it, you're the best. You're going on Top Gun. (laughs) He just like promotes him. And that happens over and over in the movie. He ends up having the face off with Charlotte when they she first realizes that she's like a commanding officer and he's just giving her shit cuz he's like, "Oh, I'm going to just stand on my balls right now and like, you know, represent because like I'm swaggy and I know it." And then she literally just looks at him and just like, "You're the one." So you're the one. Yes, ma'am. Like, literally in every scene, he plays by his own rules, which is completely dangerous at that point. And that's another thing. Why is it okay to be dangerous? Like, he's proud of it. Because he's like... He, because he wears aviators. I think you can do whatever you want. They all wear wore aviators. Not only that, he leaves the volleyball game before the fucking volleyball game is even yeah, over. Yeah, fuck you guys. He had plans with yeah, I don't care. You don't leave a fucking volleyball sharp. game. I would be like, well, fuck this game. You never play. Yeah. And you don't get on the fucking court again. You fuck, come out here and not finish the game. I'm mm-hmm. down two points. Mm-hmm. I'm not going on yet. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mav, <laughs> can I can I interject really quick on of this course. one? Would you guys rather be called your pilot name all the time or your actual name? Because they're at the bar, just like, "What's up, Mav?" I'm like, "Huh?" Oh yeah, no, no, I want my I want my nickname at all times. Okay, right? I yeah. think you were the other, those guys. Yeah, this is like a sky fraternity. Can you think about it? Like, it basically we never is, called yes. each other by our names in fraternity. Everyone had their nickname. Of course, yeah. Okay, I just want to. And it never there. was the nickname that was done during the. You know, Big Bro, Little Bro. It was always like, those were always the no, worst yeah, names yeah. that nobody ever actually yeah, used. Of course, nobody ever used those ones. <laughs> On that note, though, I love that when he first meets Charlotte, right? He does that whole performance that is, you know, we'll get into that, I'm sure, later. But he finally sits down to meet her, and he's like, yeah, what's up, Maverick? And she's like, Maverick, would your mom hate you? And he's like, ah, nah, that's my call sign. And she's like, you're a pilot? You're... <laughs> I'm Charlotte Blackwood. I'm Maverick. Maverick? Does your mother not like you or something? No, it's my call sign. You're a pilot. That's right, a naval aviator. It's like he's literally wearing the pilot gear. <laughs> Everybody else around is also wearing the pilot gear. And I just love the idea that he intros himself as Maverick. And then he, like, is... Surprise that there's follow up questions. Ah, wait. Oh yeah, sorry. That's just that's my call sign. Yeah, and they're like they're like, like, home, they're like home whites. You know, they're yeah. not even away jersey. They're like the home <laughs> white jersey. It's like so obvious, right? Are those wings oh, on your God. shoulder? Mm-hmm. You're a pilot? oh oh. You notice that? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, does it say? Does it say twist pilot? my arm? <laughs> yeah, I'm a pilot. Don't make. Let's not just not make a big deal of it, guys. Okay, let's keep it on the deal. All right. Why? 
is Mav so proud of being dangerous? Like, that's really, that's the crux of my point. There are certain jobs where maybe being dangerous, you're like, yeah, that's cool. He's a little bit of a rebel. Maybe he's an undercover cop, does things his own way. It doesn't matter. He gets the job done. Maybe he's a line cook, you know? And he's like, hey, the flames are a little big, but you know what? That crispy shrimp is going to be crispier than ever. Take a bite. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Is that the most delicious shrimp you've ever had? That's what I'm talking about. Or a Tepon chef, you know, maybe one of those guys. He's like, somebody like that. A fucking onion volcano. Yeah. There you go. A little dangerous, but you know what? He gets the job done. Pilots, not in the top 100 of careers that I want somebody to just be proudly dangerous in. You're flying an aircraft, you know what I mean? And there was another guy (laughs) in the back seat the whole time. The whole time I was, like, watching it. I was actually thinking this, too, when Cougar was losing his shit. I was like, imagine being the guy in the back seat of that one and just being like, hey, bro, you, uh, you good? They said you were good at this. So your whole freezing up and sweating and pulling off your face mask and just looking around and just lost in the day. Kind of started to piss myself a little bit. Just want to make sure you got it together. You know, like, and he's, and he literally is coming down to land and he literally is just like off in the haze and they're like, pull up. And he comes in with the hardest landing you've ever seen. Yeah, I'm just pa- saying. Yeah, the passenger must have been shitting. It sure. would be like, hard to be in a. What, what like what are you proud of that? That I don't fly the plane, but I, I ride yeah. the fuck out of it. Yeah, but I can I could yeah I don't know how you. I take good notes. Like, what do you do back there the whole time? Play Tetris. Is that the starting spot before you become the pilot, or is that just the position that you you know you become like a like mm-hmm. a like a dental assistant? You never actually become a dentist. You're just a dental assistant. Is what you are. You yeah. take appointments and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fill in the calendar. What a shitty position. And then you had a dentist who's like, "That's right." I am dangerous. <laughs> and it's all <laughs> Well, like the the patient's just out on some Novocaine and then you're like <laughs> It's go time, baby. You're like, yeah, there's just some jobs that I don't think it's good to be proud of being dangerous. And being a Navy jet flyer, that's one of them. So I'm just saying. And again, swinging back to my point, there are some jobs that you should have more swag with. You should have a little more game. The the position gives you just in and of itself. The ability sure. to have game. You almost don't need to say anything. You have a fantastic white. Just walk in with the wings. Walk in. So let's, let's bring that up. All let's right. go ahead and. Let's uh, do it. That right there will bring us to thing number two. Number two. Are we sure these guys are cool? <laughs> <laughs> now, I will make a program note. I do realize that one of our most recent episodes. Two years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. That's pretty recent. It is. It is. Because uh, the Three Things podcast has been on a bit of a hiatus, but we're back and we're ready to run the trail. But in our Grease episode, I asked a similar question about the T-Birds and the Pink Lady, so I want to make a note that I'm not going to do this every single time, but I think it's warranted here. Are the Top Gun fighter jet fighters, captains, pilots, whatever you call them, what are they referred to as? The pilots. pilots. X-Wing pilots? I don't know. Pilot. Pilots, yeah. are they cool guys? Yeah, Justin, I, you know, tell on me. paper, on paper, everything gives them the sign of yes, I'm a pilot. I I fly F-16s, um, the aviators, motorcycle. I play fantastic volleyball. I'm in shape. I have a cool name. All these different things give you like you know. Plus, they probably have a good pension. You know, mm, they got wow. they got, you know, good vet. They better. 
from this point on, they're going to have, you know, vet, vet uh, uh, what is it called? You, know, you get, like, vet benefits from this point on. You get, like, you can get, a, your first house is going to get a discount because you were in the military and all that. All those extra your things that come. Your spouse is going to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, all that, you yeah, know. You're, you're each set. Each kid, you're set for you're life. Set for life. Yeah. So you, get, you have all this potential. But then again, you know what tends to happen is you get too lost in your um, job, your career. You don't, you lose the po- uh, the ability to be social and how to, you know, socially interact to actually be cool. And there's many different circumstances, one in particular in this movie, that it's like, come on, man. We could have a little more game than that, huh, guys? As a group? Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? There? So wait, I'm saying... I think, I think the whole world, even my dog, knows what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well that makes me feel kind of stupid because <laughs> I was about to follow up with, are you telling me they are cool? I just feel like you're saying that the position that they hold and the uniforms they wear and everything, that makes them cool. I'm saying right? What I'm saying is they had, yes, that gives them the ability to not have to do much to be cool. They're, at the, they're already cool. Like you're, you're right there, all you gotta do is push it over and say hi. I mean, just keep it simple. But instead, these guys go over the top and be like, you know what I gotta do with this mission? I gotta sing a ridiculous song. Mm-hmm. From at this point, was already thirty years old, and now it's so Good close point. to sixty mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey guys, you ready for what we do here? As a, you guys ready? Everybody ready? Here we go. And he grabs some random mic, which by the way, the mic has a cord to it. Why is there a live mic just ready live to be mic with a up? with a cord? <laughs> so he had to get this cord through the entire audience, which I know about putting cords through. <laughs> I was gonna parties. say, I was <laughs> I couldn't wait to bring this up to you because I was like, as a DJ, you should know. When is there ever just a live mic ready for just any scouter to just pick up and be like, oh, she's lost that loving feeling, I think. DJ, let me grab this. Hey, is that cool? And I'm take just... it across the bar into the yeah. middle of the stand with a wire to it. Like, just, yeah, it's crazy. I, I saw that. I was like, that's crazy. There's no chance he has it's that just mic. On. <laughs> it's just what if, on. What if it wasn't even a DJ? It was a live band, like mid-song. You're like, no, no, we got this. No, no, no. She's lost that loving feeling. Like, this. We need this, this. Just, just wings this up This takes precedence, okay? <laughs> Slips him, yeah, slips him um, a two dollar bill. Yeah, and so then and then as a group decide to sing this song because apparently it's worked before. This isn't the first time these gentlemen have done this. This is one like, oh, are we doing? Oh, are yeah. we singing this? This guys? is go to. That move. is a routine. Oh, no, it's a routine. Yeah. They all came into it, and then you know, and then they, he finally got to sit with her afterwards, and all the guys they keep singing and move along. And uh, yeah, how how lame is it though when he like sits down and they all cheer him and he like literally like holds his arms up and they're like, yay, she let me sit next to her. Hey, it worked, everybody. Hey. Could yeah. you imagine trying to do that present time? Like, if we had, a, like, a mob of, like, I don't know, 10, 15 guys. Oh, my God. It and we be... go up to, you know, a beautiful woman at the bar. I just think it had to be a different song. I think we could do it, though. Oh, it's been done no, no, to we're that doing song this song. to death. Uh, it would well, have this to song, be... I don't think oh, we I do. guarantee okay, you that's been done so if I came many times. In, okay, never mind. If I came in with the very first time that, that I saw you around Hey, you listen. Listen. Hello. Yeah, yeah. See, now, now that would get you. And I said, now, now see, that song would get everybody I like, right there, there you were. were the one. That's the thing. Is like the, the concept <laughs> of it. The idea of kind of creating a whole team effort on the mic to like woo a girl. Not that bad of idea, but these guys just execute it so douchey. Mostly because of just how it begins when he's like excuse me miss and he does that amazingly douchey just duck out of the way and the other guy jumps in there and he's just like oh don't worry i'll take care of this excuse me miss hey hey hey! don't worry i'll take care of this you never close your eyes anymore when i kiss your lips 
And then they started playing. You never <laughs> close your eyes. Not yeah. even like that, though. You can actually sing. These oh, yeah, they were bad. Like, yeah. And they were off and tempo. Tom Cruise can't sing. <laughs> Tom Cruise <laughs> can't sing. Butchering it. The that tempo is is way too fast. They're cu- yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, slow it down. Ah, uh, you guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. <laughs> All right, so let's peel it back again. But don't let this distract you. I want to say this, too, because yes. you're thinking the name Iceman, you got to be cool, right? Right. Why the fuck is he always chewing gum? Is that like when you chew gum? Are you cool? Do I look cool chewing like this? Like, depends who you are. I, I, at one point in my life, I felt I did. Pat sure. Riley pulled it one off. Point. Okay, yeah. Pat Riley. Mr. Okay. Perfect. There's a few guys from the WWF. There's a few guys who, like, <laughs> it was It was kind of part of their look, and, uh, yeah, it worked. You know, was it, was it that one, that one guy that died, that Latin guy that just died? Didn't he, wasn't he always chewing gum? Oh, Razor Ramon? Yeah. Rest oh, in yeah, peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. No, Razor his was Ramon. a toothpick. It was a toothpick. A toothpick. It, was toothpick. it was in the same vein. Yes. He's all from, like, fucking Florida or whatever. Yeah. Razor Ramon. Yeah. Hey, rest in peace, though, to Razor Ramon. Let's, let's pour one out for Ray's. The bad guy. The bad guy. Okay, so let's wind it back a little bit when we're discussing if these guys are cool. So before that entire scene with getting the entire crew in on singing to Charlotte, right? What are they doing before that? They're literally making the same bet that they apparently always do. Where he's like, same bet, 20 bucks, I could pull a girl at this bar? Okay, let's just keep a tally on how many things are cool and not cool <laughs> as I run through this. All right, you want to do that? What do you guys think? Is that cool? Let's go for it. <laughs> let's just say cool or douchey. That one's kind of douchey to me. Yeah, watch me pull this girl is not a, not hey, a cool move. To how me. much you want to bet 20 bucks I pull any girl I want? Yeah. Sees Charlotte, locks eyes on her, and he's like, oh, she's lost that feeling. He's like, damn it, I hate when she's done that. So, boom, now he's got to get the entire crew involved on a stupid bet that he made because his manhood's on the line now. Let's not forget he robs the microphone from the uh, band. Then robs, yeah. the, just picks up a live mic that is clearly not meant for his use, but now he's got the whole team involved. You're trying hard not to show it, baby, but Imagine being anybody else in the bar. I feel like I remember seeing this happen at some point. I had to think that there was definitely a stretch of time where this was a very common thing. Every fraternity throughout the early to mid 90s attempted this at least once, if not every other weekend. And the late 80s, too. Fuck it. Let's go all the way back to when this movie I first came out. I think we did that in about, like, 2002. I feel like I've seen it. I'm saying. No, I feel like I'm we saying. did it for our preference, if, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, dude. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure but we did that. But can I say one thing? That. I think we nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm almost positive because we all had to wear white. But we, didn't, but we didn't we bet We all had to wear white in our, in our preference. I'm we almost positive. We didn't bet any money, though. Did, uh, at least we did it. I think we had to sing it We didn't bet any money, though, so it was cool. Oh, yeah. Right. Just having 20 in the line, they're like, I bet you I can pull this girl. Kind of douchey. Then... He sits down. He's like, hey, hey, guys, I did it. I sat next to a girl. Woo! And then he starts talking to her, right? And she's like, oh, you do that a lot? And he's like, yeah, you know, I just only tried it twice. How'd it go the first time? Crashed and burned. What about the second time? I'll let you know tomorrow. But right now, it's looking pretty good. Mm. No, actually, we've only done this uh, twice. Oh, how'd you do it? 
crashed and burned on the first one. It wasn't pretty. On the second? I don't know. I'll tell you tomorrow, but it's looking good so far. <laughs> pretty cool. cool. I like cool. the line. Right I like the line. I like the line. I like the pun. <laughs> crashed and burned. Okay. I guess because it doesn't insinuate that he'd be like waking up next to her. I kind of heard it that way. Like, I'll let you know in the morning. Like, that's kind of why I heard it, but. I guess it could be insinuated otherwise. I don't know. That one we're on the fence about. Either way, her old guy friend shows up. Boom. Oh, see? Gotta go. I'm here with a guy. And then she goes to the bathroom. Home dude straight stalks her in the bathroom. Walks in the bathroom. At which point, in my notes, I wrote, how many laws can Mav break in a single day? <laughs> Let's get through it. He already buzzed the tower, right? Yep. He straight up should be in jail. He got stole a microphone. <laughs> stole a microphone from the DJ. Speeding on the motorcycle. Speeding 100%. on the motorcycle, and now he's walking into a woman's bathroom like it's just a cool move. Hey, like, hey. But he's dangerous. You better watch out. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. This is the problem with a guy who just thinks being dangerous is just like a cool aspect. Like, no. Can I say something that is cool when they're playing the volleyball scene, which in and of itself is a uh, scene that could be talked about, but the hand clap of the high five a up double, top a double double bring clap. it back down mm. clap mm. it's a cool clap a lot of people it's, did that after that yeah it I was a cool do. clap i feel like especially in 1986 that was probably good. still relatively fresh. we should probably do that like whenever we're done with this i'm down just a couple <laughs> it feels good it's a good just play some shirtless volleyball <clears throat> yeah. a double clap clap yeah, a double, yeah double i just clap. wanted to admit that so going to the pro side of are they cool i'm gonna put that in the yeah, that one's kind of cool. I like, I like that hand clap. All right, let's jump to when he goes on his first date with Charlotte then. And she says, 5.30, sharp, puts it on the paper. He's entangled in this volleyball game that was locked up at 2-2. He had to finish that shit, right? He didn't finish he it, didn't though. He didn't finish the game. That's even he worse. Left early. That's what's even worse about that. It's like he played a game, went too long, and still didn't finish the game, and still was late to her. That's crazy. Uncool. He yeah, he'd uncool. lost on all fronts there. Well, that's an uncool tally right there. <laughs> he's not cool with the team. You know, like, you uh, left us. We're in a 2-2 uh. dead heat. And then he showed up to her late. Doesn't answer the door. And you know what's funny is just taking inventory of all the ways that Maverick conducts himself throughout this movie. I hadn't seen this movie before I watched it last night since I was, like, a kid. But... As I was watching that scene, I was like, you know what? Why do I know he's about to just walk in the backyard and just walk through her window or something like that? He's he's just going to invade just because he assumes he's allowed to walk in. Not only does he do that, but he shows up to the date, and the first thing he says to her is, it's cool if I use your shower. <laughs> so you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to just take a quick shower while you're finishing up. Yeah, I do mind. Like, he's here for a date, right? <laughs> that was made clear. I will cook you dinner, be there at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and we'll have our first date. So cool, no, considerate, yes. Because <laughs> I smell part? like shit. I smell like man sweat and Looking sand. out for that. Looking out for that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, I do very much mind if you do that. Because that's who just enters a woman's house. And the first thing he asked on a date is, can I use your shower? So then they end up. Chatting it up, you know, talking it out. Start, he starts telling her about his dad. They get a little closer. Seems like stuff's about to go down. And he's like, nay, I'm not going to make a move right now. You know what I'm going to do? I'm really going to see about that shower. I'm going to – I really actually want to use your shower. <laughs> that's, that's mostly what I'm here to do. And he doesn't even ask at that point. He's like, I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> he just calls it out. And he goes and doesn't take a shower. So – 
I don't know. I don't know if we were keeping tally of what was cool and what was douchey in that, but I got. Besides that, I that's that's not okay. You tell me what that is to you. I know, I've done that before. So <laughs> on a first date, this was their first date. Did you feel cool? No, I felt dirty and I needed okay. a shower. So that's one for the uncool. Okay, but consider it. You're a gentleman. Yes. All right. So yeah. So I'm, we'll go ahead and say that. So that I'll, is cool. <laughs> to be a child. yeah, see that's what's really cool because that's what's just be yourself. You know what? Something cool about this movie or uncool is that I can't keep up with the action of this movie. That's a the great flights. Point. The flight scenes are just—it's just somebody talking in a in a cockpit and then an F sixteen making a maneuver and then back to the cockpit and then an F sixteen going another maneuver shooting and then another and just constant. It's like, whoa, what is going on? And that's half the movie. Is cockpit somebody talking in the cockpit yeah. and then F-16 flying by doing a fantastic, which in 1986 was probably cool because nobody ever ever seen F-16s. And then honestly, it's cool now. Like, you don't see F-16s very often. But when you're sitting back watching the movie, it's like, holy shit, I don't know what's going on. This shit is way too actiony. Jason, did you have that problem when you watched it by any chance? Like pro- following the actual scenes that were taking place I may have, in like, here. pulled my phone up a couple times and just been like, I was- F-16s really do this? <laughs> I Can legit... this F sixteen slam on the brakes? Are there brakes? <laughs> Do they have brakes in the sky? <laughs> what is it's it? actually All a great point? ABS. He's like, why are you getting so close to him? He's like, I'm gonna hit the brakes, and he's gonna fly right past me like they're on I mean, the freeway you could or say, something. I'm gonna slow down. I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I'm gonna hit the brakes. Like I don't know how you. <laughs> and he does. He stops, and the guy just goes. <laughs> air comes out. This, this is why I'm not a pilot, though, because. Someone says hit the brakes and be like, oh, fucking brakes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, we turn it off then? Wait, the sky has brakes? You want me to? <laughs> I didn't realize that. Can we reverse it? What do you want me to do? Put it in neutral? No, I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I had. Uh, the entire, all the fight scenes, I was trying to focus on what was happening. I, re- I felt myself kept tuning out. Like, I don't, they all kind of look the same. And by the way, cool scenes totally makes you want to be a fighter pilot. Like, it looks awesome the way they're like, I how many people the became sky. fighter pilots because oh, of this. Sure like, they, they were like, dude, I got to do that. Went through the how many people sky. like buzzed the tower and got fired their first day? A yeah, lot. I'm sure there's been somebody that. What if somebody actually ran into like a tower in like Guantanamo Bay because they were just like, what's up? I'm going to buzz the tower. They call me Scorpion. I play by my own rules. Throws the aviators on like in the fighter jet, and then he just crashes into a wall. That sounds like a, I hope that, that happens. That sounds like a pretty cool guy, though, Scorpion. Uh, <laughs> he went out like a champ. Scorpion can do whatever the fuck he wants. Maverick. It's probably how he would have wanted to go out. Yeah. So one last point on the cool versus douche thing, right? Mav, he plays dangerously. We know that. Charlotte's obviously sort of like an above figure who's got to make her assessments because it's her job. And she calls out while he did not conduct himself as he was supposed to, the result was good, but I wouldn't recommend doing it the way he did it. Mav just acts like an absolute dipshit immediately. He storms out. She chases after him for some reason to try to explain herself. As she tried to explain herself, he's just like revving his bike engine. Like, Oh, what's that? Oh, get here. Yeah. No, you guys speak a little louder. And then he just revs off. She chases him down in his car. I don't even know why she's trying this hard to explain her point. Like, honestly, you're doing your fucking job. And we all know she Mav is dangerous. Cutting people off and shit, too. Yeah, like, she, she became Maverick herself. A little bit to try to yes. tame the Maverick. And either way, like, he deserved to get called out because he does this shit all the time. And as I said at the beginning, it always just kind of falls in his lap, and everybody's just like, but you know what? Damn it, you're the best. And it does again. 
she stops him at the side, and then she's just like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm falling for you. Starts making out with him <laughs> in public. By the way, not doing a good job of that. I think Sepulveda knows that you're in love with yeah. The 405 is just like, the fuck? This bitch is in love. <laughs> anybody who followed you out of work, they're catching the whole show right now. So, anybody yeah. watching this movie? just So my answer is, uh, I don't know. I kind of think these guys are a little douchey. I think that what saves them is that they're fighter pilots, but mm. because they have a cool job and they wear their cool aviators, they feel they, they can mask. conduct themselves however they want to. And Mav, honestly, he mostly crashes and burns for me when it comes to him interacting in general social instances. And the other guys around him just kind of so you're saying they look cool, they have the potential of being f- cool, but they, it's, their coolness is completely washed away by the douchebaggery douche douche of what they're doing. Well, let me ask you this. Who was cooler to you, Justin, Ice or Mav? Which one do you side with in their little best man beef? Um, I'd have to say, you know, as much as the movie makes you want to like, like Mav, Maverick, and that's the guy you're supposed to be going for. Iceman had his shit together. Mm-hmm. He was he had a, he was a better pilot. He was more conservative, the best in the on the squad. And let's be honest, <laughs> great looking. I like I love that man. What is it? He was easy on the eyes. Yeah. Easy yeah. on the eyes. Jason. Great smile. I'm I'm gonna jump right on that boat right yeah. there or that F-16 and say that Iceman is. That's exactly it's definitely cool. And it's cooler. Val Kilmer. What a definitely smile. Cooler. Like, if I, those if I, dimples? Yeah, if I walked into a group and they're like, oh, this is Iceman, I'm like, this guy's fucking cool. Like, I don't even, I mean, you gotta say a word, bro. Yeah. Mavericks over here, you'd be like, no. I... What's your name? Mavericks. Like Dallas Mavericks? <laughs> Fuck this guy. Exactly Fuck this guy. the note that I took. I remember as a kid, you know, whenever I watched this in my childhood, as most movies do, they take you along the journey from one guy's perspective, as they do Maverick in this one, and you tend to just want to side with him. And when you're a kid, you really do. So they kind of make Iceman look like he's the asshole to his foil, just to be like, I don't like you. You're dangerous. And you're like, that's how he rides, though. That's you got to get Maverick. used to that. Yeah. And now I was watching it back in as, as an adult, and I was just like, every single point Iceman makes is completely valid. <laughs> Every on one the of them. He's on top of his game. They all talk about he's the best. He ends up winning like Flyer of the Year or whatever that yeah, award yeah, is. That's a good, that's he's a good, that's a good award. MVP of the season. He's in first place. And it's because he follows instructions and he's good at what the fuck he does. And one thing that I totally had missed ever previously, Cougar, the guy at the beginning who ends up quitting because he folds like a lawn chair. As soon as Iceman hears about the whole reckless behavior he did, he's like, hey, who was covering Cougar? Well, he was losing his shit. And he was like, oh, yeah, exactly. Mm. You were supposed to be on his case because of your recklessness. Cougar quit the whole force, right? And then what else happens because of Mav's recklessness? You lose Goose. Oh, you killed Goose. Right? Killed goose. We should probably start looking into these pilots that are dangerous and stop rewarding them with the whole... Damn it, you're the best! And by the way, what a sad death. It's probably... That's pretty brutal. It's a, yeah, you're not expecting it. You think everybody's going to live in this oh, movie man. and it's going to get the competition. Right after you're getting the whole family, like him yeah, singing at the yeah. piano with a family, everything looks so happy. Great balls of fire. Meg mm-hmm. Ryan just looks like w- the best wife you could possibly want, yeah. you know, 80s wise. And then, mm-hmm. boom, Maverick make, fucks up, kills yeah. his partner. Where do we rank Goose's death wait, in wait, terms wait. of sad 80s? Oh, is that uh, number three? or is it? No, the number three is the thingies. That's right. 
You can call this a sub header so number three. What do you rank? Well, I don't know how to rank it because there's so many, but I'm gonna. There's some that stick out in my head, right? Of deaths that happen in movies. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. Um, I feel like you're gonna name one that I'm gonna say, so go for it. Well, I'm going first. Bambi's mom. Hmm. That's a given. That's you have to add Bambi's mom. You know. Yeah. And then. Um, let's go around the room. Let's 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 play. You know, everybody get a chance. At okay. It. Well, that's my that's my number one for me. Yeah. Jayway. I thought you were gonna say Mufasa because. Oh, that one, good one. That one got me for yeah. sure. Yeah, that was right, pretty brutal. Party and he died. You don't think he's a Disney movie? Yeah. Dad, wake up! Come on. Yeah. It's like the the sad death draft right oh now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Apollo Creed. Mm. Did not see that coming. Okay. He was in his youth, his physical prime. It was supposed to be an exhibition, Jason. All right. What the hell? Somebody corralled this Drago guy. He hit him like nine times after the bell in an exhibition when he was clearly not well. He probably should have been arrested at that point right mm-hmm. there, right? You know, like, if it happened today, they would actually go to the tape and be like, oh, look at all these punches he did after the bell. That was completely uncalled for. It's ringing. The ref's getting in the way. Apollo Creed. That's my saddest death. Justin, back to you. <laughs> I kept thinking of one, and and it kept, nah, it's not a good one. Jason, I don't got anything. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna that was take, good. I need That's a, a top. Three. I need a, I need a second. I, need a I got one I got more a little for you. sad about it. Man. I, need, I got I need sad thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's pick it up. I'm gonna step away. I got one more for you though. Macaulay Culkin and my girl. That's a good one. Oh man, he can't see without his glasses. <sighs> the bees and shit. Bees you know take that, you out. I actually say that every time I don't have my glasses on, which is stupid because <laughs> the kid died. But whatever. <laughs> you quote my girl every time you don't have my. Glasses. I can't see without my glasses. Oh man, but it's serious because I really can't see anything. I'm fucking. All right, let's shake yeah, off the right. sadness. Yeah. <laughs> Bammy's mom, right? Yeah, right out yeah. the gate, oh, man. Yeah, all right, let's yeah. get into. And then Bammy's dad, such a fucking asshole, comes in, doesn't even say like cuddle. Anyway, I don't want to talk. Have you actually seen yeah. Bambi? Like, yes, ever? I've watched it. I just know that Bambi's mom dies, and it's like. And then his dad forever. comes and gets him later, and his dad's an asshole. Doesn't even like cuddle him. He's like, let's go, fucking let's roll. It doesn't even like. Do dads usually cuddle? I mean, he didn't do a little. His mom died. I mean, he could have probably Consoled. done. And he was a in the meadow. Consoling. He was in the meadow, and there was, you know, anyway. Yeah. Move Did on. he have Move on. Different movie. All right. Let's stick to the Top Gun while we're on. What do they call it? <laughs> tarmac? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stick to the tarmac while we're on Top Let's Gun. Let's stay in the hangar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's get ready to do part on our next uh, thing. Our next thing, which brings us to thing number three. Number three. And thing number three is always when we get into the thingy awards. Thingies, 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 thingies. It's when we give out our awards for our favorite performances of the film, in which always begins with our MVP award, previously known as LeBron Award. I think we'll just call it the MVP award. No, not to, not to, no shade on LeBron, but I just feel like my thing before was always LeBron should have been MVP all the years he wasn't, so it was almost like an undeserving. It's like who deserved the MVP, MVP? despite who, the obvious the one. The just call it MVP award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason, who's your MVP of Top Gun? This is gonna be a curveball right here, but I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna say it. I'm trained. I think the MVP of this movie are the the planes. Because without the planes, you ain't got shit. Yeah, what planes would, the, what would the this movie be without the fantastic? I know we couldn't action. really like follow because it was just a little much. But it was still like whoa. And I can't see without my glasses, but. Those planes just fucking crushed it, the whole movie. I think Justin called it out earlier when you said that this must have made so many people want to be fighter pilots after this. 
So I would say, yeah, the Naval Air Force, they, or is that what they're called? The Naval. Sure. I think just the Air Force. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing. It says in the first paragraph, I'm not, I read the paragraph of the very opening scene. I hate when movies want me to start by like reading a whole paragraph. (laughs) I've griped many a times about Star Wars having the gall to start off their first movie their by five, having a seven-paragraph going up, and I'm reading about characters I don't know yet. And I'm like, just just get me invested by showing me a crazy scene. Teach me who these characters are by action. Let me see some visuals. So, yeah, I don't know. Read that paragraph back. Whatever those guys are that they do at Top Gun, that number had to go up substantially after this movie. So, yeah, it's a good call. I mean, that's, my, that's my MVP. Justin, who's your MVP? Iceman. Mm. Mm. Just the obvious. Yeah. Clear cut. Who was the best fighter? Who the best. Anything? Iceman. Simple as that. We talked about it already. No need to explain anymore. Yeah. It's not the same movie without him, for sure. <laughs> a lot of close Plus, I stuff. love Val Kilmer. I'm a fan of Val Kilmer. And many of his movies that he's done, uh, Willow, Dude. specifically. Tombstone. Tombstone Dark also. Holiday. Mm. You know what is a Willow. great Val Kilmer movie that gets slept on is The Doors. Uh-huh. He does such. What's that singer's His name? His marriage again? went under because he went so into that movie and becoming that character. Yeah. Like seriously. Why am I blanking on his name right now? The Doors. <laughs> yeah, no, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison and he the weird does naked Indian. Such. <laughs> he does such a good Jim Morrison in that he literally becomes that character, and yeah, no, I I would agree with you. Actually, I had Iceman too, as the reasons I said. Previously, he's clearly the better pilot. The only reason that you kind of see him as a heel throughout it, at least in my young eyes when I first watched it, and I think a lot of people as it first came out, because they want you to root for Tom Cruise. It's sort of as he carries himself, the way they first show him, and he's got his aviators on at the bar, and the way he like sips his cocktail, and he looks around, and he does that, you know. You guys really are cowboys. What's your problem, Kazansky? You're everyone's problem. That's because every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's right. Nice, man. I am dangerous. Like, stick to your point, bro. (laughs) He told Maverick, I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's a real problem amongst pilots. You're literally out there when we're practicing going, I'm going to go head on with him. And you play a game of chicken in the sky. Like, we need to address this. And he just said to you, that's right, I am dangerous. And instead of coming back with a, that's not good, he literally just goes. (laughs) (laughs) Chomps. Bites his teeth at him. And that's just like, yep, let's put an exclamation point on that sentence. There we go. (laughs) No more need be said. So, yeah, I got Iceman as my MVP, too. He's the best. He wins the MVP of the actual training season for a reason he's the best you can be my wingman anytime his voice changes all (laughs) bullshit you should be mine all right i'm just gonna go ahead and do this now on that whole celebration on the final landing on the tarmac what happened to hollywood (laughs) remember the beginning of that scene hollywood gets shot and he's like i'm hit and then he has to deploy and then they don't even show him land or if he ends up safe. Quick left! I'm hit! I'm hit! We're coming apart! I can't control it! 0920, we're going down! 
What's been hit? What's been hit? Shit! What's been hit? Voodoo one, voodoo one, what's been hit? What's been hit? We've lost Hollywood. Repeat, we've lost I looked at it closely, and I was like, I never saw what happened to Hollywood after that. So Hollywood's just out there floating in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> and they're all on the tarmac being like, yeah, we did it. They're celebrating. They're like, let's go get a beer. You can be my wingman anytime. Ah. And Hollywood's like, guys, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> I know I wasn't one of the top guns, but Help. I'm still out here. Help. You guys got a coastal guard coming? That's a cruise ship, I guess. Is that a squid? Something's touching my foot, guys. This is why we shouldn't fly with a guy who's so dangerous. So, anyways, so we agree on that. That's the MVP. The next award is the Six Man Off the Bench Award. Who you got for that, Justin? All right. I... Okay. The scene would have been really awkward after they got done singing. Mm-hmm. You never close. You're right. And then Tom ends, and then he does the cheers. But then the song keeps going. Yes. Yes, it does. There's a guy, a black guy. Sundown. Gra- a black guy grabs the mic and continues the song. He does. And keeps the party rolling while Tom can continue to spit his game and do what he's going to do there. Sit down. Thank you. Baby, baby, I'll get down on my knees for you. I love that song. Had he not done that, the party gets really awkward right. and kind of comes to a stop of like. I love it. All right. I love that. So I'm gonna go ahead and go so with much. that guy. I don't know his name. Never comes in the movie. Never I think again or after, sundown. but he saves the his party. Name is sundown. I think so because there's that's a racist. <laughs> Real talk. He's the only black guy at the team. It and might be. And if that's it, and if that is the name, fantastic. But that I'm gonna give it to him for keeping that party going so that that Tom or Maverick can continue to do his game because if not, again, really awkward Smooth scene transition. right then. So Right after he's like, hey, guys, I did it. I yeah, yeah, right after. Keeps the, movie, keeps the music going. Because otherwise not, everybody else would have been like, all right, I'm going to take a phone call. Yeah, which, yeah, they don't have phones. But yeah, exactly. So that's my sixth man, whoever that guy was. Excellent choice. Sundown or whatever. Let's just call it Sundown. I'm pretty sure he was the only black guy in the whole fraternity. He was. So. He actually took mine. I, I had to go to with that too. That guy just... He For just, that he, same he reason, stole that scene after that. Like, <laughs> definitely missed you it. know, Maverick's over here hollering at Homegirl, but then you just—my eyes were drawn to this guy in the reflector aviator, just like belting it out with the fucking perm or soul glow, or it's not even that. He didn't have like Jerry curl, but he had like only juices and berries. You know, it was like yeah. a nice little clean cut, and he just took off. And I was like, I want to know where he's going. <laughs> took that mic with the wire and the, just kept going and through just the kept crowd. Going. And yeah, the, yeah. the lead singer, of the band's like, bro, come on, like we talking mic. Yeah, give me the fucking because Mav is crashing and burning. We know that we don't actually want to stand around and watch that. But happen. that guy steals that scene What's for up me. With sundown. <laughs> All right, my sixth man. I'm gonna go with Slider. Slider is Iceman's wingman. Right, he's like his boy the whole time. Okay. Who's also kind of right. And as I just said, Iceman kind of in the right the whole time that he's given Mav the business. You know, but he's like the tough guy about it, right? But mostly because in the volleyball scene aforementioned. He is hard flexing the entire throughout, time. Throughout. <laughs> Every time they show Slatter, he's like, ah! as he's like serving the ball, he's like holding it like this. It looks uncomfortable <laughs> the way he's holding the ball. He's like, look, I'm only holding it this way. I'm trying to serve it, but like my flex is going to go down. The only time that Slatter falls apart for me is in that scene when Mav tries to hit on Charlotte again. And she just puts the note in his book, 
and it says the note that he ends up seeing like be in my place 530 sharp you know but slider didn't hear that all he heard is crashing and burning right so he's like oh looks like he crashed and burned again <laughs> everybody's like laughing at mav and mav just gets right in his face and he's just like hey and it's all intense and he just goes you stink and for some reason, that just completely devastates Slider. He's, <laughs> he has no comeback. He literally looks down, and he's like, oh, man, I do. I do smell. And you see the guys in the background. They're looking at him, and they're like laughing like, oh, Mav just roasted his ass. Did you see that? All he said was, you stink. And like he had the upper hand. He always was kind of like that. I'm a cool guy. Kind of talked down to the rook. And then suddenly he hits him with a you stink, and game over. Messed up, talked about his BO, and that that, that was the trigger. That was huh? done. It's crazy. It's amazing what little things can, can do to certain people. Yeah, apparently that just hit him in the weak <laughs> spot. It's like, fuck, man, yeah, I've had to get dermatological deodorant for <laughs> years since, deodorant. Yeah, since yeah, I was yeah. like six. It's a real thing, yeah. What's our final thing? I might have said it wrong. We're doing the thingies. That is the final thing. Oh, no, the final thingy. So then we had the practice squad player, which represents the player that maybe we could bump them off. Do we really need them in this film? Got it. I'm going to go with uh, Goose. You don't need Goose? Wow. Bump him. It's like they did. There's a reason why he got rid of, they got rid of him in the movie. Like, <laughs> it humanizes Mav, though. It shows that he has, he says, you're the only family I have. I actually, now that I'm but thinking But he did get it, bumped, right? Goose, by the movie, it did get bumped. So it's defining exactly what you're saying this is supposed to be. So I'm going with the exact person that got bumped like that. So I'm going Goose. Okay. Goose was actually my co-MVP. I felt like he brought a whole humanization to Mav that made you be able to overlook all the douchery that he did because he had this more level-headed guy who was kind of trying to keep him grounded but was also his boy, kind of knew that. Okay, then who's your guy then? Goose's son? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, it makes it sadder, but... (laughs) I don't know. Just fucking sitting on the piano. He's easy to scrub anything. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't have any lines. When when Mav goes to hug Goose's wife, Meg Ryan, at the end, and they're, like, crying after his death, his son is just literally sitting in the background reading a magazine, just, like, not even paying attention to anything. He's just unfazed. I can't get a tear from Goose's son. I can't get a, I'm sad, my daddy's gone. Like I can't, That's a real strong emotional moment that you missed. Because Goose's son was just kind of irrelevant. He didn't really play any aspect to it. Oh, well, he's sitting on the piano, and like he was just kind of there to be there to show that Goose had a family, which I guess, okay, that did something, but I don't know. Otherwise, I'd take Pilot X that was in the background that you didn't need, but that's not a real character. I, mean, yeah. I could I could do without Charlotte, I guess. I don't think you really need that in the action Interesting. Movie. I don't, I don't know. Don't think you need the love story, huh? The not really. Partner? Not if it's your instructor. I don't know. That's just like... It was weird. Over the top, like, oh, I shouldn't because I'm dangerous, but I am dangerous. So knock, knock, who's here? It's me. Plus the size difference was always funny to me. Tom is clearly smaller than her. Oh, for sure. By a lot. Which I don't know. That doesn't matter, I guess. But, you know, usually it's not a normal thing to see, to be honest. It's more just to me that nothing he does should actually work on her. That's my main thing. He... He comes in with this douchey opener. He's a good-looking guy, though. That's yeah. really yeah. all that she's trying to overlook all the douchery for. He Sometimes that's approaches all he her needs, with his whack-ass like, move, like, oh, let me take care of this. Boom. Duck under move. Does this whole douchey bar song. Walks in the bathroom on her. Finds out she's his instructor. Then 
kind of emasculates her in front of everybody. And then she just lets him off the hook repeatedly. She's like, wow, you're the one, aren't you? Then when she calls him on his bullshit, he's like, fuck you, I'm out. I'm riding my bike into the city. And then she has to chase him down. That works too. Then he runs in the back door, continually asks her to use his shower. As soon as he decides he can't take a shot, he just bolts on her. There's no like two-way street here. It's just her ridiculously chasing after one of her students who is just kind of proved himself to be a douche over and over again. So she's clearly just maybe you that's know. what so it you're was. Agreeing. You're it agree. just, it just kind of left me like with like a He created a weird story. They obviously she had like, to had this wall, you know, this big wall up and then all of a sudden like just came crumbling down and I'm going to race in my Carmen gear or whatever the fuck car that was and, and she was all about him, yeah. All, the, about, all about him. The very fact that as soon as he decided I'm out, she just disappeared and there was no there was no follow up on that, and it wasn't until he came back and like rescued a mission, and then she just shows up, plays that loving feeling again in the jukebox, like, and you almost like forgot about that whole thing up until that point. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, it doesn't feel like that love story was necessary to be shoehorned. What if in there. Sundown came in, sang a song, serenaded, Sing, dude, game changer, there it is. right? There yeah. he is. So many different ways to write the story. For there you he know. is. Yeah. All right, let's move to the final notes. And lasting hot takes that we want to go. Let's get spicy with it just before we close out. Okay. Does anybody have any final notes that they want to throw on this episode? Yeah, I would just want to go back real quick. Is 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 are they good pilots or is he a good pilot? And I just want to reiterate that I don't I don't know, man. Because would you trust him driving a car and shit? Just No, exactly. Willy nilly like speed bump. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking floor it right now because I'm a loose cannon and I don't care. If you jumped into your Uber and where it would say his name, it said Maverick, I'm dangerous. One You're star. Like, I'm getting out. And I do not need this ride that bad. All right, so here's some final notes. You know, it's it's controversial, but I don't even think it can be ignored. Heavy gay vibes. <laughs> like I, I feel like a lot of people have seen the scene. I don't even know what movie that's from. Tarantino. But the Tarantino is having a whole description of it. Not even that withstanding. That scene when they first have their first meeting, those two guys, I just took it as those two guys are gay together. They have their arms around each other, and he's talking about some pilot stuff, and he's like, makes me hard just thinking about it. And the other guy looks at him and goes, don't tease me. And then at the end of that scene, they're literally holding their arms around each other, and they're just locked eyes. And then in the next scene... Mav and Ice, when they meet at the bar, their faces are no more than two inches apart the like entire nose, time. Like yeah. nose their noses. Each other. Yeah. It's like Mick Jagger and David Bowie in that music video. <laughs> like they're face to face. So I feel like if they were gonna go maybe it was a different time, it was the eighties, but if you're gonna actually like go ahead and like make that part of the story, just go all in on it, you know? But you tell me if they added that to the new Maverick story. But heavy gay vibes. <laughs> the TG meeting. I will say the difference. They do they insane. they do the volleyball scene in this movie, and in the new movie, it's a flag football scene. Oh, you must have been all over that. I was loving. it. I was like, oh, he That's switched to the flag football. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So it's a, you started critiquing the quarterback. Play. I, I, he, terrible quarterback skills. I can tell that he wasn't yeah. doing a full release. Okay. Uh, another note. Why does Mav just hard stare at Charlotte the whole time he's in the elevator with her? Like right after they kind of like first took up, and they're like, let's keep this quiet around the office. And he gets in the elevator, and they see each other, and he just stares at her the whole time. 
Even when some other guy gets in it, he just continues to stare at her. You notice that? He's just honors, honoring her wishes, you know? I know, but he's not playing coy at all. He's literally just being like, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> Veronica Corningstone and I had sex. sex. and we are in love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is nobody else in the restaurant even look up when they're all singing Great Balls of Fire? I don't know if y'all said that. Mm. The whole family's like singing. They all get together. Everybody else in the restaurant is just like having conversation, like sipping tea. Waiting for the check. Yeah. <laughs> check, please. I feel like somebody would at least look up or like turn a shoulder. Uh, Mav's overreaction to sundown is a bit much. And he's like, hey, man, you had the shot. And he's like, I will take the shot when I'm good and ready. <laughs> He was like, bro, I was just telling you. It's like it's like a teammate being yeah, like, yo, lay up my man hey, I was wide open under the rim in the last play. You should hit me. Lay off my like, man oh, sundown. Oh, we'll pass when I'm running, yeah. Sundown is our sixth man. Sundown sixth man. And uh, final question. How quickly did Mav regret throwing the dog tags into the ocean as soon as he did it? Super quick. Why would he do that? Because he's a because he's dangerous. He's dangerous. <laughs> Trying the, to prove a point here. That was his dad. Team. That was like his dad's and Goose's dog tags, right? I think. Don't you think? Like I don't know. Goose's wife might want that. He's or... moving on, you know. <laughs> Super. Mm. I don't know. He just follows along the story that Mav. He's dangerous, kind of selfish, and uh, doesn't really give a shit about Goose's wife. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Or anybody else. So, anyways, that is three things. About this movie, Top Gun version, we will be back with another classic film because Three Things is back in the mix. So get ready for y'all. Jag, J-Way, you can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You could be mine. Yay! Where's Hollywood? Where's Hollywood? <laughs> Guys? Guys. We are out of here. <laughs> <laughs>